right, dude, let's fucking get into it, dog. Let's do um Did you come prepared? Oh, I forgot to do research about this one. We're doing what are we doing? English Premier League. Are we talking Seahawks draft at all? I know you were talking about oh, that. We should we should have yeah, yeah, talked yeah. about this beforehand, but Yeah, let's let's do the draft real quick, actually. Yeah. So that, you go, go first. No, you I go. don't want to. Okay, I'll go. So here's my thing with the Seahawks. I always I'm like the casual fan. Like I'm a, I'm a fan, but like I'm okay. the guy who who like back in the day was like, wait, Earl Thomas, why don't we get Taylor Mays? How dumb oh, Taylor Mays. Don't even get me started. Ugh. O'Day High School. Shout out O'Day. Shout out O'Day. Killed Kyle Gunst. Dude, so I don't do any research on the draft. I don't care. I just like I, but I know like a handful. I know enough names. Like okay, there's some. I do a little bit of draft research. Like oh, who are the top twenty five guys that by draft research are, you mean you listen to podcasts, listen to podcasts and retain yep. none of it. So I yep. hear about oh the guy killed people in a car wreck. Let's fucking draft that guy. He's a mean dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of good history in the NFL who players who have killed people in car accidents and turned out to be Hall of Famers. Remember that. That's a good prereq. That's a good prereq. <laughs> So I see we draft. What's, what was the name of the guy we drafted? The Devin Witherspoon was our first round pick. And I looked at that guy, and I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we're drafting a corner from Illinois. Get the fuck out of here. And then, of course, every, like, everyone's like, that was a fucking great pick. So every guy who gives who matters is like, great job. I'm like, yeah, no, for sure. Fucking, yeah. No, I was the whole, yep. whole time. Let's fucking let it. <laughs> And then I was like, and then I completely checked out after that until we drafted the receiver. Jackson Smith and Juba. Yeah. Now I'm back in. <laughs> now I'm excited again. Oh, That's a skill a nice player? receiver core. Yeah. Give me a skill player? DK, Lockett, Smith, Majig- Smith, Najigba. That's a nice little receiver core. Smith and Jigba. Oh, old Smithy Nidge. Careful. <laughs> He's got his uh, slave name and his non-slave name. <laughs> I had to cut that out. He's got his north and his south, baby. <laughs> he's got his Africa, and he's got a hey. Can you stand over there, boy? Yep. Yep. <laughs> he just like found it on like a. He like typed his like real name in his like his like slave name into a fucking yeah, into, into a translator. <laughs> and they're like, "Ninja, I fucking put that in a hyphen. It. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> what was your take? How do you feel about it? Uh, as so Blair as Blair's coming from this as a cash, I'm very much not a cash. I would say I'm I'm borderline diehard Hawks fan. And uh, I just think we needed beef. Like we needed beef offensive defensive line. And like I saw something, I listened to I was listening to after the draft, I was just like soaking up all the local sports talk radio, all the CL sports talk radio just cuz there's nothing better homerism than like local sports talk radio. It's just the absolute best. And like, we very much needed defensive and offensive line. And like, I saw like between Witherspoon and Smith and Jigba, like they're a combined, like 350 pounds. Like we didn't, we didn't address any of that. Like, and we could have, we didn't, we, we didn't draft for need. We draft for like, just liking the guy. Right. Like we could have drafted for need. Like I'd probably prefer we had the Eagles draft. Both Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith were available to available to us in those positions, but we did not go with them. But I definitely like the picks. But I would just like we drafted some. some yeah, but but we had like but our, our rookie class last year was great. 
I mean, we had that. What we do we have both? Do we have both rookie tackles on the offensive side? Yep, we had Kenneth Walker both <clears throat> tackles. Yep. I mean, dude. I mean, we're happy. We're good. We're set. Let's get some fucking. Let's get some speed. Let's get some fucking the transcendent. We need some, some pass DB. rush though. Yeah, I agree. yeah. The like, I like it. Devin Witherspoon's a glass eater. That dude's that dude's a hitter. I don't love that he's an undersized corner, but he's based off of like his highlight. I think he's like a highlight film guy. Was he the guy that was like didn't even play ball until like a sophomore in college or some shit? Didn't he like transfer from like who am I thinking of? There's somebody in the draft who like was playing basketball somewhere that he transferred to like Illinois or Syracuse or some shit, and then all of a sudden then he was an All American like two years later. Yeah, he like just like showed up. I'll play football today. Yep, and he was just killing people. Never played in high school. Yeah, never played in high school. Dude, the Jalen Carter thing, I think, just like we'll put a little pin in the and we'll let's do Jalen Carter. We'll do number one pick, and then we'll talk about like the quarterback shit, right? So yeah. Jalen Carter first, like, dude. I mean, like, how do NFL teams like still like give a fuck about the transgressions of a of a draft pick of, of like yeah. a, what are we doing here? Come on, dude. Like you think, yep. and it's like now I saw a thing. It was like. Philly just drafted other guys from Georgia. They're like, oh, well, they're all boys. Put them in the same place. Take care of yep. each other. Yep. And Philly's a good team, good coach, good veteran presence, especially on the D line. They got Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and stuff. So I think it I think it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, like I, I was surprised he slipped past Seattle. He signed like a $21 million guarantee. He's the first one to sign. $21 really? million guaranteed. Yeah, he signed like two days that. ago. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, I mean, teams care. Like I we're about to get into football uh urban legends one of my honorable mentions was the laramie tunsil gas mask on draft day which is like the dirtiest someone did that dude so dirty dropping that it's like somebody sent that video out of him just ripping a gas mask bong on game day and he dropped like a full round you know a round yes i mean that's also like teams care he just stuffed some kid into a locker in high school and then that kid just sat on it and then hit it up and get, went to like some inside or some Twitter asshole was like, "Hey, dude, you have enough followers? Post this shit like Just the, the day, day of the before draft. the draft." Yeah, I mean, which in hindsight, it's like a hilarious video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it cost him millions of dollars, so I guess like you got you got him, but he's still yeah. like a high level. Like he'll be a guy in the league for ten more years. Still, like he's already had a, a decent career, bopping around, making yep. a bunch of money. But um, hey, for the quarterbacks, um. Bryce Young, Stroud, and then Lev is dropping. Oh, and, and yeah, he and did. Richardson, he dropped all and, the way. And Richardson. I thought we were going to draft Richardson with the first with our. I think pick. we might. If if he was there, I thought we might have. I thought the th- I thought our top three picks would be Anderson, who was gone. He went at three. Will Anderson, the DN from Alabama. Anthony Richardson, who left. He was selected one pick before us to Indianapolis, and then Devin Witherspoon. I thought those were our, our three picks. So. I really I we thought were, we were gonna take we pick those guys. Richardson. I mean, I agree. I agree. What sucks is for him is like his career would be better if he had been drafted by Seattle because he's gonna go right to Indianapolis, play right away, and who fucking knows what'll happen out there. Gardner Minshew there now, easy. Gardner Minshew, Wiley vet. You never know. Get some snaps. I, I don't think either. he should start right away though. I think he no should time. But I think he'd be better in the Seahawks. In the Seahawks he, system, behind yeah. a guy like Gino, who's like a, an yep, older dude, exactly. getting everything. Yeah, um, I like love that Will Levis fell because I think he will be okay. I think him going to Tennessee was the best thing for him. 
Yeah. So him dropping like that is better for his stock. I did see a thing there. I, I, some insider was like talking about it. Some some fucking podcast probably on Rosillo's. It's always on Rosillo's. And the guy was saying that like the Titans like tried their best to like trade up to get to him, it, just to get him in the first round to like keep the confidence up. And no one would do the no one would be like no like no we don't want yep. that no keeping our spot no don't care no. I saw another thing about Belichick hates the Jets so much that he traded up. Just because he knew the team, that he traded up, they traded, traded to the Steelers. He traded yeah. back. He knew the Steelers were going to take the pick that the Jets wanted. Yep, exactly. Yep, and he got a, <laughs> and he got a pick out of it just to screw the Jets, which is awesome. I love, I love that dude. Yeah. Pettiness. We love pettiness here. Pettiness. I think C.J. Stroud's gonna be a bust. You heard that? Yeah, here. I would agree. I don't love any of the quarterbacks, honestly. I love like, Bryce Anthony, Young. I don't love any of them. Anthony Richardson's probably my favorite. You don't love Bryce Young, dude. I love he was fucking Bryce Young. awesome. He was awesome in the NCAA. I get that. He was awesome in college, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, look at him like compared to like Kyler Murray had success in the NFL, and he's smaller than Bryce Young is. Yeah. I mean, in a height. I'm yeah. sure he's th- he's thicker, obviously, but like definitely. Give me, I mean, give me Bryce Young, dude. The things he was doing, and then he did Kyler it. Kyler Murray's an infinitely better athlete, too. I mean, like a different athlete, I guess. Yeah, more like lateral quickness and like Kyler Murray and Lamar Twitchy. Jackson, some of those guys, they just like never have like worn a full clean hit against them. Like they don't get squared up on hits. It just doesn't happen. They roll out of shit. They slide. They do all yeah. this stuff. Like these, the people just don't square them up. That was the Kyler Murray thing that sucks. Like a guy like that, his only thing that's going to hurt him is just tearing his own knee up. And yep. that's what happened. Just non-contact, yep, just non-contact. Too, twi- too twitchy. But hey, don't be so fat. Yep. But also, kind of have to be fat to be that short. Like you got to be thick to be able to play. Yeah. But I think it'll be interesting. To, I think Bryce Young was going to be the perfect example of like, okay, can a guy this small be successful at that position in the NFL? Smallest ever. I mean, I mean like he's listed at ninety pounds. Six he's, foot. He's, he's one eighty. Like it's yeah. crazy. But then again, it's like, I mean, the the game's so much faster. It's they spread it out. These coaches are so smart to be like, all right, dude, we can we're gonna find you windows to throw the ball. Like you're not gonna yep. be sitting there with an offensive line. They're all seven feet tall. And you can't see. I mean, yep. if Drew Brees can make it work, I mean, and Drew Brees is not six feet tall. I don't care anybody says. No. Drew Brees is five eleven. Russ is barely six. Kyler's five nine. Yep. So the height thing's not a big deal. I think it's more about. That is going to take hits. Yep. Because, but again, guys don't get hit in the quarter as quarterbacks anymore. Even when you get in the pocket, you don't really get hit. Yeah. Unless you're kind of a fucking moron. There are some. There are some quarterbacks that just like are always getting just squared up on. Uh, Tua. He's he. You see, he had like he's like a took like jujitsu this summer to learn how to fall. Like I love that. Like I love that he's learning how to fall. He's like 25 years old and he's learning how to fall. Well. It's like the thing that boxers do. You ever watch like that Floyd Mayweather shit where he puts the little crown, the the leather crown on his head, and it has like the chain and like the, the like the ten pound weight on the end, twenty five like pound weight. weight. Yeah, doing the neck like, raises. And you go yeah. like that, and, yeah. or Mike Tyson doing it with with like a two forty five pound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have you you have to strengthen neck. Look at Lamar Jackson's neck; it's wider than my shoulders are. Yep. When your yep. neck is wider than your chin, than your jaw is, strong neck. Yeah. Kyler has that. Russ has that. Absolutely. Tua, I mean, Tom Brady's coming back. 
<clears throat> you heard it here right now. Tom Brady, two is one concussion away, week six. Tom's back in the fold. Yeah, you think they're going to bring back Tom, even though I lost a draft pick because of him? You see that now it's worth it. Yeah. If they get him, it's worth it. Yeah. That's the only way it's worth it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I saw another thing today that Tom Brady wants to, like, not – he wants to get out of his contract that he signed with Fox. Yeah, I think like Tom years. Brady's in a weird place right now. I'm not sure what he's up to. He's kind of just like he, for the first time in his life he's had freedom. I'm not sure how well he's taking it. He's partying with all his boys. They're like just golfing yeah. and getting fucked up in like yep. Bahamas. It's him, Edelman, all the whites. It's yeah. him, Edelman, Amadola, uh, Amadola, and Gronk just getting yeah. hammered, running around. <laughs> just still, just just getting lit up with the boys, just hanging. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's no he does. There's no way he doesn't come back and play again. There's no way. I would be so surprised. Yeah. Because those guys just like, wait, I saw a thing. Phillip Rivers wants to come back. I saw he tried to come back last year, yeah. I mean, I don't know. doesn't matter. These quarterbacks, they they what, what are they, they going to talk to their kids? No. No. Yeah, no. What are you going to do? You're going to go play, uh, you're going to go do polo? Do polo? I'm going to ride a horse later. Go get yeah, a house in Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah, I'm not exactly. doing that shit. Their, their brains are still like, fucking. Yeah, I need Sundays. I need Sundays. Especially as August rolls around, I'm sure that's where his mindset just naturally goes to. Body starts feeling better. I saw Edelman talk about that. Like every year, like I'm yeah. done. I don't want to play again. You sit on the couch. Then all of a sudden, you start like you know maybe I'll go get the gym a little bit. Yep. I'm still overweight. All right, cool. I'm feeling ah, that doesn't hurt anymore. That doesn't hurt anymore. All right, moving some real weight again. Okay, you know I'm gonna go out there run, start sprinting. Okay, now yep. I'm getting shredded again. I, I, I could maybe it's August maybe and they none of them think that they can't play yeah oh absolutely to the day like, to die do you think Cam Newton will play, ever play again uh, no probably not he's a tough case so he's a freak athlete but I don't know last time we saw him with the Patriots he sucked I mean he was like doing the thing where he's like walking it all back like, you know i'll be a backup yo hey bryce and young he, needs like, to learn all, named fucking... all the people he'd back up that's a that's a sad day when yeah. you're like hey these are the guys that i will play behind it's yep. like you can't we can't because the problem is you can't be when your personality is that you can only be the guy yeah because it's him and then it's like uh there's case keenum who was just like hey guys i'm in the back you just need me no all right i'm gonna go stand hold the clipboard but Cam being the loudest guy in the room, you can't have that guy in meetings. No. Yeah, he would only work with certain quarterbacks. He would work with, like, established quarterbacks who have the locker room, who has everyone's trust. Like, it would take a certain kind of quarterback and a certain kind of head coach to have him as a backup, I would think. Do you like the uh, Lamar Jackson deal? Yeah, I love Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson's awesome. Like, I would gladly take that deal. It seemed to me like, the reason it took so long was just the NFL owners coming together saying, hey, if you don't have an agent, this is how long it's going to take. Even if you yeah. think you're going to get – we're going to make this so hard for you. Because there's no way that other owners aren't, like, looking at whoever the owner of the Ravens is and being like, hey, dude, fucking do not make this easy on him. We have a, a whole thing going with agents and us. That's part of it. Yeah. It's uh, who's the other only other guy that's ever like did his deal? Didn't someone do some O lineman do their deal? Same Russell way. Kung did it. Bobby Wagner is also his own agent. So two Seattle two Seattle guys. No, Russell another, Russell Kung. There was another guy this year, or like, and that, I think he took like 
his salary in like Bitcoin and something like that. <laughs> that might yeah, be, I saw but, OBJ that did that same something. thing. But your yeah. boy OBJ out without there with him. And, and He's in Baltimore and they just drafted a first round receiver too, or maybe a second round receiver in Zay Flowers. So like they finally they finally got some pieces around them. Yeah, that Zay Flowers. Oh man, I love. Yeah, he's twitchy. Give me, give me the give, give me dude. Watching receiver highlights, like guys that play at like smaller schools that just are problems for people. Dude, I can. Yeah. I still have Andrew Hawkins. His high is like him. Like he was playing arena ball. Went to a tryout for the Browns or someone. Is like young Andrew Hawkins before he made it yeah. in the league, and he was yeah. just doing one on ones and just cooking everybody. I was like, this I man is. <laughs> he I, was. We, we watched film of it. it was at Eastern and our coach, Coach Adams, who was like Junior Adams, who's one of the best receiver coaches in the nation. I think he's he's the OC at Oregon now. And uh he was saying he's like, Here's the thing, guys. Gifts. His feet, he is gifted feet. So we could do all the drills. You can't do any of that. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. You're not supposed to. Because you're watching him do shit. You're like, oh, I can't, you can't like cutting, like, you know, running full speed forward eight yard on a dime, breaking at a 90 degree angle to the left or the right, whatever he wants to do. Come to a full stop, kick out and go either way. It's just like, you're not going to, you're like, okay, well, I guess there's levels of this after all. I guess I'm not getting drafted. <laughs> you need one more? Okay. No. Good. Good. All right. Let's get into it, dude. I have, I got a couple that I like. And the annoying part was when I found some of these, they were like, they keep doing the everything I found was them going, This is the this is the myth. And then they debunk it in the same article. I'm like, that's annoying. Don't tell me. For preparation for this, what do you Google? Uh I did so I did like NFL. Well, myths? first it was weird. I I typed in like like uh legendary football myths. And the first thing was giving me all fucking soccer shit. So I had to I had to clarify yeah. that it was yep. that it NFL was American right. football. So I did one NFL and one college. Okay. And so I had like college one had like 25 of them. And then the NFL one had like 10. And the NFL ones were like pretty much they're all fucking lame. The one I one I'll start with that I really liked was Bo Jackson's unreal 40 yard dash time. I got a Bo Jackson one as well. Yeah, you gotta have Bo. I mean he's the yeah, he's Paul Bunyan of the NFL. He's fucking Paul Bunyan. And we saw, and, people, and there's footage of him too. That's what's really crazy is there's all these myths around, but you can just see it. But he also grew up early enough. I don't know. He probably grew up in the what 60s, 70s, where like this shit wasn't mainstream. Like he could be, he could throw a ball 200 yards in high school, and like there's not really any footage. Like people didn't really know. It was all word of mouth. Like he very much grew up in that time before the internet. I mean, we're not even getting into his. Like, I, dude, I literally watched one TikTok video of him playing baseball. Now all I get is, is just is it Bo Jackson baseball highlights. Yeah, like him, like catching the ball, and then gunning the guy from fucking deep, like from center all the way back to first. Like what? Him out running is crazy. But the one I have is so. What do you think Bo Jackson's forty yard dash time was? What is the? I mean, this was hand times by his own high school coach right i mean i don't know i'm making that up but i would assume it was hand it was had to be hand timed is this combine so yeah they're saying hand timed of course yeah i want to say it's in college though but even okay here's what i'll say about hand timed 
if there's five guys with timers, sure, and you're all because we use you have guys that are at the start, the finish, and guys in the center. Yeah, and you're all who's you got to go right on the first switch. Yep. Right. So it's kind of like the uh, the Nolan Ryan pitching thing, where it's like yep. now they they measure it out of the hand, not at the plate. I think when they do the 40-yard dash stuff, it's set up for guys to not get as much credit because it goes off when you're because it's when your hand leaves. Sure. Not necessarily when your whole body's moving. Yeah. Whatever. It's a millisecond difference, doesn't matter. But they have met four one two. Yep. Now there was a guy probably two twenty, two fifteen pounds. Yeah. I mean the yeah. I mean, he's the fastest big guy of all. Yeah. yeah. But is who was the guy? He was the he, he ran track at Tennessee. He's the he's the sprinter for the for the U.S. He's I mean he's not Usain Bolt. He's a little guy, but he has like the fastest forty time ever. He ran like a three nine eight. Really? But he's an Olympic sprinter with like the yeah. fastest start. He has the fastest like twenty yard dash time. Like they, they tied it from his boom to there there. He he has he's like he doesn't have the Usain Bolt pull away. Yeah. His acceleration is the fastest. Yep. And he's got a four thirty nine. And he's yep. like, you know, 150 pounds. I don't know, man. You watch him play, and you're like, ah, I mean, it's pretty fucking, it's pretty fast with pads on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And these, this is back when pads weighed like 40 pounds, right? Like you could land, you could land helicopters on those shoulder pads, like Brian, <laughs> Brian Bosworth in those pads and that helmet. Like that shit was 40 pounds with the gear he had on. I, I dude, I four one probably not, but sure. I, he's going sub four three for sure. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, four one two, tack on another point one five. I'll give him yep. a four two five. Yeah, I mean he's in the running for like the most athletic people in modern history. I would think. I would think like, yeah, like pound for because he's playing two of the hardest sports are to play. Yeah, football, which is raw. Yep, physical talent, yep. and then baseball, which is the baseball, most hand eye, the, the major, the biggest skill sport. I mean, we're not yep. counting golf. But like the biggest skill sport there is is baseball. Yep. And he did that at the highest level, and then it gets hurt, and he doesn't really do. He's in zero, in neither Hall of Fames, but he's still the greatest athlete of all time. He's in neither Hall of Fames. Yeah. Wow. He's got to be I, in the cultural. Is he in the cultural Hall of Fame? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he won a he won. Did he win a Heisman? Anyway, what was yours that you have for Bo Jackson? Mine's one? mine's infinitely darker. Yeah. <laughs> But this, see, back to, like I said, Bo Jackson's got strong Paul Bunyan vibes. Like, this guy grew up, he was seven feet tall. Like, imagine living over, like, a town over from Bo Jackson in the 60s. Like, you heard about this guy who's seven feet tall, 500 pounds, he eats glass. Like, that was very much Bo Jackson growing up. It looks like 76. So, I don't know if you've heard this story. Again, this is about to get dark. But he, he grew up in, like, rural rural i'm not sure maybe mississippi Southern something Georgia, like that maybe? alabama he grew up in incredibly rural alabama and this is in the 70s him and his buddies like it was one summer him and his buddies got nothing going on so they're you know they're skipping stones whatever and they go down to the local pig farm and there's like this big pen full of pigs and what do they decide to do with these pigs they see if they can kill them so they grab sticks, they grab rocks, they grab bricks, they hop in this pig pen, and they start just killing full-grown pigs with their bare hands. <laughs> and they end up killing, him and his buddies, they kill, end up killing $3,000 worth of pigs. 
so they just yeah he said there's a quote here this is a quote from he i think you're, this is from like his auto autobiography biography autobiography <laughs> biography thank you state biography <laughs> there's nothing else to do not in the summer we were walking up the mountain when we saw this hog pen that belonged to a baptist minister of all people nice. it was out in the woods we just started beating up those pigs with sticks and bricks and whatever soon came soon came the shot and we all cleared out i would assume someone saw him and shot a gun at him so they were just bored they were high schoolers in the summertime they go out to a pig pen and think about a pig like i dare any of you to go to a full-grown pig and see if you can fight that thing with your bare hands. Like pigs are, where do you hit big, it? Str- exactly. Where yeah, do you hit the they're, pig? They're at? nothing but neck and shoulders, right? <laughs> Bo Jackson and his buddies would just run down to the local farmers and kill all his livestock with their bare hands. Hey guys, you want to go do something? Skip on home when the dinner bell rang. Like that was what Bo Jackson did in the seventies. Like that's Paul Bunyan right there. Where'd you find this at? Uh, this is on the Washington Post, actually, but I think it was based off the book he wrote. I'll go. I'll go. I'll parlay that into another like animal myth, which is actually it's not a myth because we saw it on like an E sixty thing. The kids in in the Florida Everglades that go and chase rabbits and hares. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the coolest things that like, and there's been like six NFL players have come like out NFL of all guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Frank Taylor, Fred Taylor, the yeah, running back. Running back, Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple other guys, a couple DBs. And yeah. the kids, when they're like 10 to 15, to get ready for like high school ball, or even when they're in high school, they go because they, they mow down the sugar canes. And when they do that, all you can actually, because the sugar canes are huge, they mow them down, and it's like it's all wet, so the hairs are out there. So all these kids run around in the mud, bare hands, they catch the hairs, they sell them for like 12 bucks a pop. Yep. So twelve bucks a pop to a, like a kid. This is like in like the eighties, nineties. Yep. You know, so you're and then what's what I love about it is they're like, like yeah, man. I mean, like all these kids are all we got like ten NFL guys from our high school, and they all did this. And Have you ever again the change of direction on a wild rabbit is truly elite. These things can outrun anything. Like to be able to catch a rabbit with your bare hands is incredible. I remember in high school at Jerry Blanker's farm or at his house. He had that little back pond yep. and he had this yep. dog, this lab and this lab was fucking scooting. And I was like, I wonder if I could fucking catch this lab running, running the bend. And this is like peak me junior year. I'm, I'm going to go fucking chase this thing down. And I remember feeling like I'm gaining on this guy, but it's still like, it is an animal. Yeah. Like he's got, he's got more bend than I do. On the straightaway, I, I almost got him, but then then it's over. A rabbit is going, stop, stop, stop. they're drooping oh, yeah. everything. Their Achilles tendon is like the length of their leg. Like they <laughs> just change of direction like crazy. But you're right. The, yeah. So I'm looking at a list of guys. Uh, Hall of Fame linebacker Ricky Jackson, never heard of him. <laughs> but Fred Taylor and Anquan Bolden are some of the guys who were grew up catching these hairs. And then they, if you watch the E60, they actually are like they're saying like the mythical thing is catching like a like a white tail or cotton tail. Yeah. There's yeah. no no one's ever caught a white tail. And then while they're filming these guys do it, they're running around there, and you see them. What's crazy? There's video of them that actually do it, like running around and catching these guys. And there's one kid, skinny, I think went and played cornerback at like the U or something. I don't know what his name is, but he like runs. He's catching it, changes left, changes right, sprints out. The thing jumps over in like a little embankment or something, goes down. He jumps over, head first dives, catches it, snaps its neck. 
And they're like, yo, you caught a fucking cunt. And the coolest part of all of it was is like the last like scene of this piece is like four kids and they're walking to the sunset and they just, ha- and the, the hairs are long. They're like, you know, a couple feet long, almost maybe like a foot or two, foot and a half. And like in each hand is like five or six hairs, just lifeless. Yeah. Cause yeah. they catch them, snap their necks and just roll them in. That's some country shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love shit like that. All right. Uh, I got another one. This one has been, I think, debunked, but I don't really give a shit. It says debunked, but I don't fucking care. Jimmy Hoffa buried under the Meadowlands. Yeah. Yep. I remember growing up, that was people always said that. Yeah. Tony the Greek. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Tony the Greek Francis. Because <laughs> they were, I guess they were doing construction in the Meadowlands and they fucking got him. They buried him in the When end they zone. were building the stadium. And yeah. They needed a place to dispose of a body. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hilarious. So they dropped him in the concrete or whatever. I want that to be real. Yeah. That one's that one's cool to me. Oh, another one I like, complete 180 from the Hoffa thing, because it's like that one's already like I think Mythbusters did a thing. Mythbusters unsuccessfully attempted to find the body in both end zone in two thousand four. What a dark episode of Mythbusters. <laughs> you wanna We're find Jimmy Hoffa? body? Yeah. <laughs> I got one top of the head. Jeremy Shockey used to eat the dirt of the opposing team after they'd lose to that team. So in college, playing at at the U at Miami, if they lost somebody, he would go as like and pay tribute to the team he lost to, and he would go and scoop up grass and eat the dirt. Wow! And then did that into his NFL days. What what happens if it's turf? There wasn't a lot of turf back then. I don't think. <laughs> Same as Les Miles. Remember Les Miles, the LSU coach, the head ball coach there? He would eat grass. Mad Hatter. Double. (laughs) Mad Hatter. We watched that game. It was them versus Auburn. He went went for for it on fourth down like eight times in that game. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to taste this grass. What's it like? uh, What's his? It's uh, Belichick's son. Oh, uh, Steve. He's like watching a play. He's just like licking his nose. What's his tongue on his lip? Yeah, dude, that dude loves pussy. Loves pussy, dude. Hey, speaking of pussy, y'all getting tight, dude. Total side note: I saw some fucking bullshit on TikTok or something, and it was like this guy, his girl, and like the caption is like, "She's asking why I can't keep it going when I'm fucking on top," and he like sat there and he like he put her on the bed. He had a stopwatch and had her like do like deep strokes into a pillow. To see how long she could go. Oh, I see. Yeah. And she was like, he's like, oh, and she's getting tired. Oh, you're getting tired. Yeah. It's been 30 seconds. <laughs> Not easy, is it? Not yeah. easy to keep it going for longer than 30. It's a little tough, isn't it? Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Love shit like that. Uh, you got anything else? What do you got? I don't got any necessarily any more urban legends. I I did find a funny story. Let's go. So in 2009, Drew Brees, well, like on a USO tour, like something that has like United States, I would assume something about the overseas service type thing. He went on a, not a vacation, vacation is a bad word for it, but he went on like, he, he went <laughs> on a trip to Kuwait. <laughs> he, he went on a trip to Guantanamo Bay, which like Guantanamo, Guantanamo Gu- Bay is Guant- like this. Guan. Guantanamo Bay, there it Guantanamo is. Bay, Guantanamo Bay is this infamous prison. Prison. 
who's known for like keeping like people, members of ISIS and stuff like that, and like torturing them in, in order to we get just answers. Like, we just like tortured people we thought were <laughs> were terrorists, and found exactly. out a lot of them weren't terrorists. Yep, this is like where like the Genesis like waterboarding, all this crazy stuff comes from. Like Guantanamo Bay is a place where they tortured like foreign prisoners, the United States government. So he went on this. She went on this. And this is two thousand nine. He went on this trip to Guantanamo Bay, and then I don't know weeks, months later, he did like a, in, in like a radio interview, and like the I'm looking at like the tape of the radio interview, and he has some hilarious lines in this thing. He's like the worst thing. First of all, he says the worst thing we can do is shut that baby down. For a lot of reasons. And he goes on talking about like the diet. Like these guys have like a 6,500 calorie diet when a normal U.S. prisoner has like a 2,000 calorie a day diet. And it just goes on talking like these guys. Like there's an arrow that points to Mecca and they get time to pray. Because obviously I'm sure most of these guys are Muslim, Arab, right? Yeah, he's just mostly... he's like, it's not so bad. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> and this is the this is absolutely the funniest part of all of it. So because he's wearing, like, civilian clothes, he's not in, like, guard clothes, the prisoners assume he's a member of the media. So as he's walking through, like, yard time or whatever, the prisoners start yelling, torture, torture, they're torturing us. And his re- <laughs> his response to that is, hey, look, we teach him English. <laughs> <laughs> like, these guys are crying out torture and Drew Brees is like, you know what? This is an all right place. We teach these guys English. We teach them words <laughs> like torture. And it, that was just the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. So shout out Drew Brees. Not an urban legend. This is a hilarious story. I Drew up on. Hey, Drew. Life's pretty good, huh? Yeah. He's a little Texas boy from yeah. Westlake. Like, hey, 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 fucking do it. They're having fun. Yeah, they're having fun. They're writing letters. They're making phone calls. They're playing. They're shooting dice. Seems That's fun. Like, <laughs> It's like Louis C.K. as that as that bit. I think it's Louis C.K. and he's like, he's like assuming something because they're doing it doesn't make sense. It's like that's like that's like walking by like a slave plantation and being like, oh, they're singing yeah. spirituals. They're having a good time. Sounds nice. Yeah, they're having fun out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Drew Brees also has a line like they. This is a quote. They have rooms where they can watch movies and play Nintendo Wii. So he sees them playing Wii. He's like, hey, this this Guantanamo Bay can't be all that bad. That's like the what's the that's like a fucking what was the James Franco and Seth Rogen movie where they go to North Korea? Oh, the interview. The interview and like they're looking like look out, my God, look out there, look at the all the show. They have all the the grocery stores and food. You watch them; it's all cardboard and fake, like nothing inside of it. That's like look at this we we have for the prisoners. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, one deflated basketball. They're shooting in the yard. Dude, what was there's another one. Fuck. These are we you know what we don't need prep, dude. We don't need to nah, prep. Nah, come on now. They come here for us. They don't come here for what we're talking about. Because the boys are having a good time. The boys are a good time. <laughs> That's enough. Um do you have any re- what are you even watching right now? We'll finish with this. Because I'm about to start up a show that I've seen before, but it was a long time ago. I, I got being- one, I got one you gotta watch. What do you got? Beef on Netflix. Have you heard oh, this beef? I don't want to fucking speak. Oh, I told Korea, you about this. That's speaking right. of Koreans, those damn Koreans. They're everywhere. Have I told you about this? I think I have, haven't I? He texted me I about did. it. Give, yeah, give me right. some more. Give me the spark notes. I'm just saying it's worth your time. It's fucking awesome. It's really a good show. Isn't it's it well like- written, well acted. I really enjoyed all of it. 
it's just like all Asian cast. So I don't know if you'd like it all that much, but no, no, probably. I'll just go watch. Lukewarm towards it, but it's very much worth your time. It's like eight one-hour episodes. It's probably two episodes too long. Like it starts out awesome, it ends awesome, but it's probably like two episodes in the middle where I could do without. Define that. awesome. What's what's it? Give me an example of a scene that's awesome in the oh, show. Oh, a, a certain scene, huh? So at the, I don't want to spoil it necessarily. Well, no spoil. Give me the, like what's give me like a like what what's a thing that there is it just like yelling at guys and there's a funny yeah. Fighting? So it's just like it's just like these people who start out. The very first scene is they have a road rage incident and then their lives just completely intertwine. They're going on like they they both like have this road rage incident and they both like look at each other's license plate and they go eight one six five four three two one and they just memorize their license plate they say it over and over in their head so they have each other's license plate they then find each other's addresses by googling the license plate and they go to each other's houses and play pranks on each other and try to fuck up each other's lives and then they slowly start liking each other as essentially is so it is it like a is it like a buddy thing no it's like a heavy midlife crisis comedy I would that assume. sounds it sounds that sounds that sounds like it, it's like it sounds like the office like crazy cringy oh no it's not even close no it's very much you know the office it's 824 yeah whatever I, mean, that's, that's, I, I haven't seen i haven't seen parasite or uh everything all, all the time all at once up your ass yeah, they're both or parasites fine but the other one's awesome Everyone's parasite guy. I don't know if you like this. Might be a little too thinking man show for you. You're a tits and ass guy. There's not tits in it. You're probably hey, out. Hey, I don't like how you said that. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> dude, fucking what'd you say, dude? Dude, fucking what'd you say? Are you think you think you think you're fucking smart? Do you think you're smarter than me? I was watching Goodwill Hunting today. I watched the first. I'm gonna go watch that after this. That's fucking all kinds of good shit. That is. That is. It's not your fault. What are you? Come on, man. What are you talking about? I'm cultured. I care about shit. Fuck you. Just slam the computer shut. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I I've heard everyone. Everyone said it's great, so I can't. I'll, it'll probably be in the rotation at some point. But I had. You know, when you get like a show stuck in your head that you that you've seen before. Yeah. And you remember it being awesome, but you don't remember a single line of dialogue. For me, it's like that's how I can gauge how well I know a show. Is like if I can, can I quote parts of it? You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So like I, I, I can quote all every Tarantino movie. I can quote it. Um, you know, there are I have quotes from Lost. I, you know, Yellowstone, uh, fucking Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Like, I can kind of think of specific scenes and lines. Did you ever see Fargo, the TV show? Not the TV show. I've seen the movie once, long, long time ago. What's it's an FX show. Yeah, it's Billy Bob Thornton won uh, uh, an Emmy for this. It's it's one. It's the best. It's the best Billy Bob Thornton has ever been ever in anything. No. And like uh, Key and Peele are in it. And it's old, uh, it came out years ago, long time ago. We were, in, I think, we were in college almost. Maybe it's a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Maybe I've seen the the first it's, season. Once, so it's like the. Ago. It's uh the 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 crux the story is there's a regular guy who's like uh in the Midwest in Iowa where the fuck he is, Wisconsin maybe I don't care, but he his wife's just like talking probably shit North to Dakota him. it's Fargo oh yeah no well, I'm a fucking idiot see I like tits leave me alone hey I think kid likes fucking tits not geography leave my fucking alone would you watch a lot of Sopranos a lot of tits and Sopranos 
Also, side note, Sopranos had a very random rape scene. Kind of took me out of it. A don't rape really, scene? Don't, don't really want to go back to it kind of now. Was it violent? or? It was like the... They're all the, violent. Who the, am I the, kidding? The psychiatrist is like walking to her car, and she gets jumped by a guy in the parking garage, and he throws her into the stairwell and just rapes her for the last like six seconds or whatever. But I'm like, that, what? Do we need this? Yeah. I was just enjoying my night. That's no fun. I was like, I don't know if I want to go back to this. I think I'm good off this, dude. I'm like kind of off Sopranos now because of that. Really? Yeah, I mean, it was just like, I was, this isn't this isn't like important. Yeah. I need more of the fucking gabagoos. I need those they, guys. They said a shoehorn in a rape scene. Yeah. And it's, it's probably going to come back. And I'm sure fucking Soprano will fucking kill the rapist or some weird shit. I don't know. It just seemed like it was like too much. But Fargo is. Uh, who's the, the fucking actor? He's great. He's in a. I think he was the main guy in The Hobbit. Whoever that actor is. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Martin I didn't Freeman. Want, I, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's him in New Mexico, in uh, in North Dakota, <laughs> and his his wife is like just jabbing at him the whole time, and then he just murders his wife. Yeah, I think that does sound familiar. And then it's like all of the fallout from that. And there's like Bob Odenkirk's in it. Chris Rock's in it. Jesse Plemons is in it. That's in different seasons. Oh, fuck. There's like three seasons. Chris Rock's in the third season. Second season's okay. But the the first season, Billy Bob Thornton plays like a... He's like a hitman, but he's like a guy that like will get a hit. And then just... He's Anton Chigurh. From yep. No Country for Old Men. That's exactly who he is. Yep. But, uh, you know, Billy Bob, his his version of it. It's the it's the best I've ever seen him in anything. And I can't remember if really any scene from it. I'm going to start that again tonight. Yeah, no, I have. I definitely have seen the first season. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember a thing about it either. But that's, I know I'm excited about that. Like, I've seen yep. so much shit. I'm like, oh, I go back and watch that again. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, oh, last night slash earlier today, I watched Heat. Yeah, that's funny. I just saw that on Netflix. I was debating watching it. Go, dude, is it incredible? I can't. I can't get over how good it is. I just know Simmons talks about it all the time. Like rewatchables, him and Chris Ryan talk about it. All, reference it all the time. The cast is fucking unreal. It's. It might be. This might be a big crazy swing. It might be the greatest cast ever assembled in a really good movie. It's De Niro. It's, it's De Niro, Pacino, Val Kilmer, uh, Tom Tom Sizemore is a, a different different world. Danny Trejo, whatever. But then you got John Voight. There's a bunch of like uh, character guys you've seen in a million things, but those guys. Ashley Judd, Tom Sizemore. Yep, Natalie Portman. Dude, it's and it's like the first movie where you get Pacino going, she's got a great ass. <laughs> it's like the first movie of him doing like crazy shit. He's just yelling for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a great ass. She's got a great Hank Azaria. Shout out Hank Azaria. It's, I mean, I, I think I still have a little bit. I think I have like maybe like 30 minutes left in the movie. I might go finish that after this, but. I like the, and it's like what's crazy is it inspired the LA shootouts. Remember, like there was with the guys with the body armor that robbed the bank that had the big shootout on fucking in Hollywood. Yeah, remember that back in the nineties yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Was inspired by this movie. No, really. 
Yeah, to put the hockey. It's like a mask. cops, cops and robbers type idea, right? Yeah, it's a it's a heist. Yeah, they're just doing jobs. I mean, it. I think it's. Yeah, I'll say it's my it's my it's my favorite De Niro ever is is in this movie. Okay. Always like this. Yeah. Like the the whole De Niro persona and Pacino persona that we the like the character version of them are born in this movie. Okay. What you thought about? And then you got me and you. Me and you. It's, it's not gonna be me. It's gonna be you. <laughs> Val Kilmer. Who's, who's the comedian who has the De Niro bit that you showed me? I don't even know. Fuck. Is it from the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Is it from a movie? Isn't He's just like, he perfected this one line that he says. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I thought it was you that showed me. It had to be you that showed me. Fuck. <laughs> uh, cut this. There's the Pacino one that it's like, it's Jamie Foxx. It does it incredible. He, on Jamie Foxx's like premium blend stand up special, he does a Pacino and he's like, you know, Pacino used to like have a cool accent. Like we didn't know where he's from. Like he's a Cuban, is he Puerto Rican? Like, ah, uh, you know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach. And then all of a sudden he got older and weird, and now we just have the cookie monster. Oh, no, uh, was, uh, my hands are tied. Yeah. My hands are tied. What's yeah, that? Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. <laughs> my hands are tied now. <laughs> what do you want? Oh yeah, that's that's Dalia on his podcast. <laughs> Dalia, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my hands are tied. <laughs> my hands are tied. <laughs> Dude, so De Niro, and he's sitting there. He's like, "Didn't hey, I? I need a sandwich. He needs a sandwich. Put a sandwich in his hand." Yo, this he doesn't respect. He doesn't even fucking respect Stallone. What do you want me to do? My fucking hands are tied now. They hands are tied. <laughs> That's <was> too funny. <laughs> Google it, folks. Google yeah, it. Google Delia Robert De Niro hands are tied now. It's one of the funniest podcast moments I've ever seen. He's, and he's doing it alone by himself. Yeah. Alone by himself. It's got to be like during COVID or something. He's like locked in his own home. That's that's just the entire podcast is him by himself. Oh, really? He goes, he does an hour every week, every episode, and he just does silly shit. Yeah. Whatever. All you can fucking hope to do that. Oh, also, um, yeah, Heat, Fargo. You got beef. All right. I feel like there was something else that I just like really enjoyed. Oh, I, I did rewatch, of course, I have to. I rewatched uh Reservoir Dogs because Terry hadn't seen it before. Okay. Just like coked out fucking watching Reservoir Dogs. I'm like, this is fucking this is unbelievable. And I saw yeah. an interview that Tarantino did. He was talking about if he ever like he's doing like one more film, which means he's doing two more films. Cause he's he's gonna do one more kill bill because he says kill bill is an uh a trilogy and he considers it all one movie. So he has one more movie he's gonna make that he said he's, um, that I think he's like actually casting for now. I don't know what it is. Either way, he was like he had this interview recently. He was like, you know, I was thinking about doing Reservoir Dogs again, but with different actors, just to see how much better I am as a director. Like everything is essentially the exact same. But then he's just directing better with different actors to see if he can make the movie better, which is the most arrogant okay. shit in the world. But yeah, that of, is. That's ridiculous. But, but kind of, he's not going to do it. But like, I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. Just flex and do it again. Like a greatest hits album. Yeah. But yeah. It's a fucking awesome movie. All right. That's all we got. We did it. We're getting, I think we're getting worse at this. 
it's gonna turn into us just like being like, "What'd you do today?" <laughs> it's just us hitting the jaws or size run. Oh, one more. Gotta give you. Gotta give you a shout out for the Zach Bryan call, please. I mean, it, it's saw him live a month ago. It's the it's the single best live performance I've ever seen from one person. There have been other other concerts that I've enjoyed more. It was a festival, so what are you gonna do? But that dude, and now I've done deep dives on the guy. He's like the most interesting guy in country. Yeah, yeah. Fourth generation Navy guy. He's eight years in the Navy, just like playing songs and just like. Then he, him and his boys get together and record an album at an Airbnb. And then now he's the biggest. Like he's on a world tour right now. He's had two albums yep. come out. How long was he up on stage? Play it played he played like God, forty five minutes to an hour. Nice. He headlined it. It was I mean, I'm trying to find they record those, like they they shoot those like and they re they release them on like Hulu or like uh like Amazon and shit, those concerts. Yeah. So it would be fucking sick to I if you could find it, it'd be great. But he also like has a doesn't have a bunch of a big music video guy. And I need music videos, and he won't put any out. Interesting. Yeah. Whatever. All right. That's all we got. We did it. High and tight. Blair and Josh. I'm Blair. That's Josh. Josh is Blair. I'm Josh. Have a good one. We'll see you guys later.